everyone. My name is Heather Havenwood, and I'm so excited you're here. Before we get started, I want to talk to you about this Wow Science beautiful, awesome shampoo. It's activated charcoal and carotene. You should check it out at wowskinscience.com. Now, why am I doing that? By the way, I want to do a shout out to Wow Skin Science. They gave me a very large sponsorship and um, helped me buy my gowns for the Miss Texas. This is an opportunity. This is a, a example of just one sponsorship I got for my radio show and Miss Texas. And what I just did there is truly being an influencer. I want to start off this entire session about our behavior. It's a quote. Our behavior is shaped by observing others. Where did I get this look? This is Martha Stewart, but this is key. Now I'm going to be talking to you guys about politics today, nonpartisan. I am not going there. Who's right, who's wrong, but I am going to be talking about both sides, Biden and Trump, and how they're screwing up influence right now, both of them. And this is not about policy or right or wrong. This is about looking at truly one of the biggest examples of influence we have in the universe right now. And we're sitting in the middle of it. You're here in the United States with me. You're sitting in the middle of it. And I promise you, other countries are watching us as Americans right now, this process. And they're watching the candidates. So again, that quote, our behavior is shaped by observing others. First, I want to say hi. Thank you for um, Coming here today, this is truly a free workshop where I'm going to be giving all I possibly can to you. You can watch me here on Facebook. I'm doing also in my group. You can go to heatherhavenwood.com forward slash workshop. If you go there and sign up your name and email, that's all it is. The second page will take you to my group. Now, why would you do that? I love for you to get on my newsletter list and talk, talk to you guys about what I'm doing now because I'm going through a huge launch process right now. This is, I'm going to, I'm, I'm literally revealing exactly what I'm doing. This is a launch and I'm launching the influencer growth Academy. Now I'm going to be giving my heart to you guys. I'm giving everything I got. I have been doing online marketing for 20 years, 20 years behind the scenes, um, in the forefront, in the background and everything in between. I had a great conversation last night with my friend Keenan Glass. He's, I think, on IGTV right now. And we were having this conversation about, I think, Keenan, I said to him, I started calculating of all the seminars I've been to with travel and everything else. And the average seminar is $2,000 or more in masterminds. I went to my first online seminar called Big Seminar with Armin Morin in like 2003. It's where I met most of my dear colleagues right now, Joe Sugarman, um, Alex Mendozian, and many, many others. Dear friends, I have people in this industry I've known for 20 plus years. I think I met Ryan Dice there as well when he was just like a guy sitting next to me. My point is I gather together how much thousands of dollars I've spent. And I think it's between, I mean, really, no kidding, six to $10 million in my education. Six to $10 million in my education between flights and tickets and Dan Kennedy and masterminds and traffic and conversion summit and big seminar, one, two, three, four, and five, I think. I think the last one was five or six. My point of this is I'm going to be giving to you so much information. And no, you might think, well, you haven't been in the spotlight. I'm not Frank Curran. I was around when all that was happening. I decided to be in the background. And what I want to share with you today is how influence is the number one thing you can start doing to increase your income today. Truly, I've been studying and doing and following and creating influencers since 2003. There is an art to it. There's an art to be a thought leader. There's an art to it. Hey, guys, on Insta IGTV, I'm going to be saying live here. 
So with that said, I want to talk to you about what I call the old way and the new way of doing influence. Now, if you're on, I'm on stream live, so I can't see your comments, but please, please, please throw me some comments. I might open up a new thing here in just a second. I can see your comments on IGTV. I don't know about you, but I really love live seminars and that virtual experience. I can't get that energy from you. I can't feed off that energy. So give me some love. Give me some hearts. I can definitely see some hearts. Give me some comments. Oh, someone just told me that I actually get comments on stream live. So, and I can now see your comments. Here we go. Now, again, I'm going to be talking to you guys about how Joe Biden and Donald Trump are both screwing up. They are. They're both screwing up on the influence side. I am not going politics. I'm not going to talk to you about which side I, I fall in in my voting. But I am going to talk to you about how you guys can watch these candidates from a different perspective. We're all going to be looking from economic perspective and voting and whatnot. But we can also look at it. How are they building their business, their campaign, as we call it, politics? That's a business. They're, they're getting data. They're getting emails. They're sending emails. I'm getting text messages from people. Right? So how can you use the information that they are giving to us for free and showing us how it's done and not done? How can you use that in your business? Okay. And do I seriously want to do a shout out to my very first sponsor for Miss Texas, the Wow Science. It's really a good product. And I laugh because I wanted to bring it on. Yesterday I talked about how they wrote me a nice check and the assets I gave them. And that's one piece we talked about yesterday. There's three ways you can make money as influencer, right? Sponsorship. I did hear. Um, sponsorship, selling your knowledge selling your knowledge, or actually having your own physical product. Those are the three ways to make money. So today, I am going to talk about politics a little bit. I am. I, I really had to, had to think about this. But politics right now, Biden and Trump, there's a lot of things that the campaign, the people behind the scenes are doing right and wrong. And this is not about policy and taxes or anything. This is truly about understanding marketing. Okay. So I'm going to go through what I call the old way of doing marketing and the new way of doing influence marketing. Influence marketing is truly one of the best ways to make money online. I just was listening to a interview on Wall Street Journal Wealthy Woman last night while I was working out. And it's a woman who's created a beauty product and she sold it to L'Oreal for about $500 million, something insane. So she's been kicking back. <laughs> and the interview was about her new business venture. And the new business venture is entirely partnering with influencers. So she comes from beauty. She's created many beauty products over the years of her tenure and her career. And she said, she was asked, why are you, why are you, sorry, I'm looking, I just look right here. Why are you working with influencers? Why not big corporations? And she said something brilliant. She said, why would I want to work with big corporations? They're kind of boring. When I can work with an influencer that has 2 million followers and be co-creative with them and help them make money and rise them up. Not just some company. It's true. So right now she's working with... Um, I should have written it down. It's a drag queen that she just did a huge launch for right before the pandemic. And she said, we are doubling and tripling sales every single month, month over month. And their first product was lipstick. And the uh, influencer at the time when she started had 1.2 million followers and now they have two. And I'm sorry, I don't remember the name of the drag queen. I don't remember them. I should get that. But my point of this was this interview was done about six weeks ago in today's world. And she said, I am banking on influencers. They are the new citizen reporters. 
They are the new, I guess, focal point of us as consumers, no matter what country you're in. And every country has different kinds of influencers. We as humans want to emulate the results people are getting. And we used to get our behavior, right, from church years ago, Catholic church, whatever church years ago. And then it moved into this thing called newspapers. And then it moved into radio. And then it moved into TV. And it's reverting back to our communities now. That's on Instagram. That's on Facebook. So today I'm going to talk to you about what I call the old model of influence, the one that when I say it, you've heard it. And the one that I'm talking about that's old, I call bullshit. It's not valid anymore. We as human beings haven't changed that much. We haven't. But this is not the right model to use on Instagram. Yes, influencers are the new citizen reporters, Sharon. This is the old model. How do you influence? No like and trust. Hey, guys, on IGTV, hopefully you guys can hear me. The old model of influence is no like and trust. I call BS. There's a lot of people right now, again, I'm talking about politics today. I'm going to be talking about Biden and Trump, non-political, non-tax stuff, none of that, all about influence. There's a lot of people that are voting for Trump or Biden that don't necessarily like them or really know them. Let's talk about Biden for a second. Here's where I think, again, it's nonpartisan. I don't talk about political views on what's right and wrong. I'm looking at how their campaign is dealing with their business called the election. Joe specifically has gone kind of underground. He's not doing a lot of interviews. In comparison to Trump, he's doing way less interviews. He's not out there speaking to the press. What he's doing is he's kind of forcing He's forcing, quote unquote, Hollywood and other influencers to talk for him. What their campaign did is, okay, we're going to not have you talk to the press. We're not going to have you talk to the people directly that much. And we're going to have you do all these little interviews, right, with, with people on Instagram. Lisa, Lisa, Lisa did it out of Houston. Dwayne Rock, The Rock did it. There's some other ones that have done it. Those are the ones I've seen. We're going to have you contact in, to them directly. We're going to go have, this is the campaign. The campaign's like, Joe, this is what we're going to do. We're going to have you be interviewed by all these cool celebrity in Hollywood. Okay. I get the point. But here's how it's backlashing. Here's how that's backlashing. A couple reasons. A lot of influencers online, actors, actresses, fitness influencers, whatever, their message is about, let's call it fitness. Lisa, I love Lisa. She's in Houston. I like her a lot. I saw her perform. She's amazing. And she's in my hood in Houston. So she talks a lot about empowerment as a woman. She shows her body off on Instagram. Some people like it not, but she basically talks about self-confidence of who she is. Right? That's her message. All of her songs all of her music is all about owning your shit as a woman. She's a big old black woman. She shows her butt on Instagram. And what she's saying to other women is, you got to love yourself. Okay, that's her message. That's her message in marketing. Smart. And then all of a sudden, she's doing politics. It might feel good right now, and I don't know the PR behind it. She might have been told she has to do it for her label. I don't know. We don't know. But from my perspective as a consumer, as an influence marketer, I would have told her, don't do it. Because the moment you cross over to something like politics, no matter what side you're on, half of the country, let's say half, is mad. It didn't matter what side she was on. The fact that she crossed into a industry that doesn't make sense is wrong. That's the wrong decision from a PR perspective, okay? Just like I don't think that politicians should all of a sudden become like fitness models. Like that would be weird. I really think that'd be weird. 
politicians all the time become consultants on politics. Right, that makes sense. I think it'd be weird that a long-standing politician all of a sudden became a consultant in a business arena when they've never actually been in business. Do you see my point? My point is, is that you've got to be able to stay in your lane as influencer because I feel she dropped the trust level the moment she went into the different lane. And it didn't matter what side she was on. It didn't matter if this was 2013, 14, 16, or 2020. She dropped the trust. It went from, girl, I like you. You're like showing your stuff. I trust you, right? I kind of like you. Your stuff is good. I feel I know you a little bit, but I at least trust you. She broke the trust. And so this whole process of no like and trust, I disagree. I disagree. I can buy something or move towards something with an influencer that I don't like. A lot of people, Howard Stern, 51% of people that listen to Howard Stern don't like him. I'm pretty sure over 50% of the people that watch Trump tweets don't like him. Doesn't mean that he's not influencing markets. He's influencing all the time. So is Biden. Remember, our behavior is shaped by observing others. So that is what influences. So the moment a musician like Lisa moved over, she moved over to politics. We lost trust and it doesn't make sense. The behavior of that didn't make sense to us. Our brain doesn't get it. Same thing with The Rock. The Rock got a lot of shit for what he did. He went, you know, he interviewed Kamala and Biden. Again, I'm not going for or against either party. I want you to get the behavior of marketing, how that was probably a bad decision. Right now, they're putting a lot of pressure on Hollywood actors to go that side. And the few that are uh, choosing the other side, uh, in this case, it would be Trump. They're getting a ton of publicity because why? We as people love the rebel. We love the rebel. We all know, if you've watched the media, that Hollywood is being forced down a particular train. Uh, Allie, is it Caddy Allie? I forgot her name. Kelly Allie. Oh, I forgot her name. Someone help me. Allie, uh, I forgot her name. She's going blank on her name right now. She has been out saying she's pro-Trump. 50 Cent came out and pro-Trump. We love the rebel as human beings. And so there's no like and trust. And as they're getting attacked and they're getting attacked for their choices, we as humans, we love being the savior of the rebel. So I want you to understand that this is the old way that I don't necessarily think is working anymore. Because I feel this is the way it's working. This is the new way. Yes, Kristen. Yes, Sharon. Yes, yes, yes. Hey, guys, on IGTV. Omnipresent. You got to be everywhere. So inside of my Influencer Growth Academy, I will be talking about the technology piece on how to have your message everywhere. But if your message sucks, it doesn't matter. But let's first get the technology. How do you take a video like this, section it out to be a podcast, section it out again, right? Section it out again into all different other places online, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube, and on and on it goes. Because I am what I call agnostic, agnostic, to the location where you consume me. You can consume me on Twitter. You can consume me on Roku. You can consume me on YouTube. I don't care what you choose. As long as you're consuming me, Twitch, I have not count on that. And you shouldn't either. When you know the power of being omnipresent, you start to realize that content marketing is really critical. It's really critical when you focus only, and there's been told this, people told only focus on Facebook or only focus on LinkedIn or only focus on YouTube. Yes and no. Last Friday, over a thousand YouTube channels were gone. Many of them didn't have any other place other than their videos were there. I've actually been talking to one person 
recently. And I keep saying to him, you're going to get shut down on YouTube. You're on the wrong side of the aisle. He didn't this last round. I'm not sure why, but he's connected to Breitbart. And I said, you were on the wrong side for our Google. And so you need to make sure your videos are agnostic and they're everywhere. Get on Twitch, get on Roku. He won't do it. You've got to understand the power though of being omnipresent. People will choose where they want to consume based on whatever they choose, maybe whatever. Okay. You've got to be willing to say, I want to be omnipresent. It's a key piece. The second part is what I call the desire result. Remember, our behavior is shaped by observing others. Period. So we as humans follow, get influenced by people that we want the same desired result. Losing weight, feeling good, skincare looking good. Trump, Biden, whatever, whatever side, you want the desired result that Trump wants or Biden wants. So you follow them, whatever that desired result is for you. But inside of being a citizen reporter, inside of being an influencer, people follow, follow and get influenced by the people they want the desired result. Here's another example of a citizen reporter that is truly Blown up. Ben Shapiro. Y'all know him? Again, he's right. Doesn't matter. People follow him because they like his desired result. He's freaking everywhere and he's emotional. He's got an emotion to it. He's a Jewish guy. He wears like a little hat sometimes with a Jewish. I forgot the name. Sorry. He wears his hat and he's emotional about and passionate about his decision on his message. Extremely. Alex Jones, extremely emotional about his message. Extremely emotional, which I forgot to bring one more. And I'm going to bring this down. This is, this is a key piece. This is where I think, this is where I think the Biden campaign is not doing a good job. Personally. The enemy. Right now, Biden's campaign is anti-Trump. Okay. I get it. Eh. But Trump, for the last four years, has been the deep state. Now, again, I'm not going into right or wrong. But understand that when you go in, when you create an enemy, right, then it gives you an opportunity to what I call separate your fans versus your foes. So if someone who was into health and fitness, I would say you need to be against the pharmaceutical companies or against um, certain kind of doctors if you want, whatever it is. You got to be willing to pick the enemy so you can create the movement inside the influence. People really are separated. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but when you, I want you to use this in your business. This psychology for your business is critical really is. For me, I'm anti what I call slimy marketing. I'm against the people in a particular community that says, do this, 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 create a high ticket offer and you're done. I've made millions of dollars on a $47 product for about eight, nine, 10 years. And an industry that doesn't like high ticket offers, 47 bucks. I'm against where people say, this is the only way to build a business. I disagree. And influence marketing, again, there's three ways to make money. One, sponsors. I got a sponsor. Two, actually have your own product, which I have done. I built an entire supplement company from zero to 1.5 million sales in 18 months by getting on other people's podcasts. That's how I did it. And the third way, again, we talked about this yesterday in my video, where it's selling your knowledge, your experience, right? 
be confident. So these are what I call the new ways to influence. You've got to be omnipresent. I would say Trump's doing that. I'm going to go through the checklist of both candidates. I don't think Biden's doing that. Biden is putting all of his uh, pressure to be omnipresent to his media friends, um, his citizen reporters, and Hollywood. He's doing very little of what I call direct to consumer. He's not doing a very good job of that. And I think that's why that I think that's one of the ways the campaign is failing. I'm not saying the numbers are failing. I feel like the campaign, if I was talking to them, I would say, I think that's a failure. I don't think I think that's the weak point. You need to have the candidate, have the influencer talk. Why? Because we as a society have gotten used to this. I'm talking right to you. We have gotten used to that it is easy to talk to the consumer. In the 20s and 30s and 50s and 60s and 70s, we all knew you had to go through the media to get to us. Not anymore. I mean, come on. When's the last time we saw Biden go, what's up, guys? Right? That's what we want as a society. And that's what you're going to have to do as an influencer. In the Influencer Growth Academy, I go through Let's look at what is your message? What is your message? What is your enemy? Let's define that. What is your movement? People really don't even want followers. They want to follow a movement. A movement. Me Too was a movement. Black Lives Matter is a movement. How can you create a movement in your business to really increase your influence? Hey guys on uh, IGTV, this is a critical piece, right? The movement. The movement. What is your movement? We all want to create and help people, but what actually is your movement? I'll tell you what mine is. I want all of you to uncage yourself, uncage your voice, uncage your message, uncage your business, uncage your body, uncage your mind. We have been encaged, especially lately, we have been encaged in a particular view way too long. And I want each of you to become a citizen reporter in your own industry. Whatever that is, you could be a citizen reporter on other people's, on other coaches. You could be a citizen reporter on other people that talk about fitness. Why not? We need that. There's a time for curated content. We're inundated so much that the time for just being an expert, it's over. Stop being an expert and be an influencer. I don't want to be an expert in your eyes. I want to be able to help you move to where you want to go. I want to be a mentor in your eyes. I want to uncage your voice. I want to encourage you to truly uncage your life. That's my job. I don't want to position myself as an expert. One of the most hardest things I do every day is when I look at Facebook and that little tagline, I help people. I have a hard time with that. I've been called sexy boss. Why? I think being and feeling sexy makes you feel confident as a woman and you feel like a boss. It's important to me. I've been named that for a while and people see me as that. And now I truly want to help a movement of uncaging yourself. That hashtag for me, hashtag uncage yourself in the comments below. Because when you uncage your business and uncage your voice and uncage your life, your income goes up. And that's truly my intention of the Influencer Growth Academy. And I'm putting everything I can there, technical. How do you do Facebook ads? How do you go from zero on a podcast to how did I become a National Syndicate radio show host? How did I get over $10,000 in sponsors in my radio and over $10,000 in sponsorship for someone to sponsor me and become Miss Texas? How did I go from nothing, no one, to 
a number one book on Amazon without paying for it. None of that crap. And then how did I just get approved by, and I'm now officially published, going to be published, signed the deal two weeks ago for a new, with a New York Times best-selling publisher. How did I do that? Look, guys, I, thank you, Heather. Who am I? What's up, Heather? Who am I? I'm just a girl from Texas. I'm just a girl from Texas. There's only three things my mama wanted for me. Three. One, marry a rich doctor. Did not do that. Didn't get married. Number two, have lots of babies. Got no kids. Number three, the third thing my mama wanted for me as the Southern debutante woman that she was, her name was Julianne. And she named me Heather Ann. The third thing she wanted for me is always a good my leave the house. Well, what out three ain't bad, mama. I was born and bred to breed. Literally. I was told that. Your job is just to get married and breed, Heather. Stop trying to be an entrepreneur, my uncle said. That's what men do. True story. And I share that with you because I want you to know I was not designed and bred up to be a passionate thought leader. I wasn't. My uncle called me one day and said, what's this whole thing about being, being an entrepreneur? You're, you're freaking your mom out. My mom was alive. I go, why do you care? You don't call me. He doesn't call me. He goes, well, women don't do that. Men are entrepreneurs. Stop doing that. Go get married. True sentence, true conversation. I share that with you because I want you to know that I really, truly encourage you and want you to be powerfully successful. I'm the biggest cheerleader ever. Anybody that's worked with me, Kristen, you know this. I'm the biggest cheerleader in the most loving, harsh way. And if you're going the wrong direction, I'll tell you. Yeah, thank you, Heather. I agree with that. So true. So true. So when you're looking at your marketing today, you want to look at, are you being omnipresent? Are you helping people? And are you being the desired result other people want? And are you emotional? I know women, we're told don't be emotional. Screw that. Be emotional. People want to know that you are emotional about your message. I'm so emotional. I remember my very first day in this business, 2002. The company called Dynatech, owned by Larry Pino, flew me out to some small town in North Carolina. I don't remember. And I am in, oh my God, it's so typical. I'm in a black turtleneck with like a really bad olive green dark jacket with long olive pants and black flats and my hair in a ponytail. My hair was dark and no earrings. My nails weren't done because I, I was taught to look like a corporate girl and not to stand out. And I'll never forget when I was there, I walk into this room of my new peers and it was in a seminar room and they're putting all these banners up. I had no idea what I was even doing there. Who did you let dress you? My mom, she taught me to be this like conservative little girl. Oh my God. So, funny. so I walk in and my new peers, my new coworkers were all men. And they're like, here, you know, put this up. And I started to like climb on this hotel ballroom floor and stuff. And they had me iron something because I was the girl, only girl. So I was ironing. It was nuts. But I'll never forget it. I'm sitting in this room about an hour later, our speaker, a male, showed up and he's the front of the room. And for 90 minutes, he pitches these people that showed up for free. And people like ran, went from a stranger to in 90 minutes, he, they're handing over their credit cards to us and giving us three grand. Now in my brain, I'm like, how in the hell did they do that? 
I learned copywriting, started to go down the whole world of copywriting and sales. Heather, you know that. Heather Smith is an excellent uh, salesperson. Sharon, you know that too. But here's what they didn't do. They weren't in this no like and trust. No, because how? How can you build no and like in 90 minutes? I mean, you can kind of, but not that much. They did create trust that if they handed over the three grand and they came back the next week and for three days, then their trust was that they would get a desired result. And the speaker had emotion around it. And you know who the enemy was that they were talking about at the, at, at the, in the presentation, the enemy was the job. The enemy was the corporations. Everyone's got that one, right? People felt it. And I would ask people, why are you getting this? You sound like, look like a successful guy. Well, I, I, I'm behind on getting money for my daughter for college. Or my daughter's getting married. I need to make like 30K. So I'm going to go flip a house and make 30K so I can marry off my daughter. These were the whys. And they knew that the company, the big company corporation wasn't going to help them. They had a common enemy. And the movement was, yeah, I'm a real estate investor. I can do that. And what I want to encourage you is to be in movement of an influencer in the world. We are now in what I call truly, truly, what I call uh, citizen reporters. Citizen reporters was Napoleon Hill. He was, I would call the original citizen reporter. He didn't do this. He was reporting on people's success. Because he knew everyone wanted the desired result. And the emotion people wanted was to feel successful. He didn't care about this. He cared about this. And he knew the enemy was the school system. The school system that taught people just to go live, work in factories. And people wanted more. And so he goes, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to figure this out. I'm going to go around for 20 years and interview all these crazy people. And then I'm going to put in a book. And he's going to get mocked. He got mocked. Look at chapter um, seven, sex transmutation. A lot of mocking. He created a movement. He created a movement that it's possible to think and grow rich. And I agree with that. That is more valid today than ever before. It really is. And so inside the, the Influencer Growth Academy that I am launching this week and I'm going live every day under the same lights in my studio in Austin, Texas to truly just raise the curtain, raise the dress as we call it, raise the skirt and give to you as much as I possibly can of my 20 years experience of selling information. Sell information. I'll never forget. Heather, you'll love this story. Never forget. I'm sitting at a table with a man. My job at these seminars were to pull people out of the seminar and go to a, like a another room, like a foyer. And this round table always had to be round. There's a psychology with the round. Sit so down with the round table, and I would ask them goal goals and their desires and how that they should buy this $12,000 seminar package. And when they bought this, their dreams would come true. That was my job. And I had to compete with the other salespeople. We had a team goal and we all made like a percentage of the team. But really we had, I mean, they'd ask like, how much did you sold Heather? And I had to compete. And I was, my coworkers were always men. There was never any other women's salespeople because I was told women can't sell. <laughs> women can't sell and that's why they don't have any women speakers this is the event I had they had like over 20 speakers around the nation none were women uh they were also I was also told that women didn't do well at selling in the back of the room they had a hard time asking for money that's what they told me and they told me that no women speakers because women can't sell in front of the room insane but that's what they said so I for a long time believed it so I'm sitting at this table and I'm asking this man 
what's his goals and why is he here and what does he want to do with the world saying best scene and all this crazy stuff and i remember him it was african-american man he was so sweet and he said well i really um i've been in the army for years i do very well i'm about to retire and i really want to create a nest egg for my kids I was like, oh my God, that's so great. So he said, yeah, I want to do this. And I'll never forget it. He takes his credit card. He slides it across the table. I take it. I take it back. I go, just one second. And I walk over to the other side of the room and I swipe the credit card. And I'm like, one, two, $12,000. One, two, a zero, 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 okay. zero, zero. And I, before I press send, I'm like, is this going to go through? I don't want to go back to the guy like your credit card is climbed for 12 grand. It's a freaking car. But I press send and I'm like, oh, just have, I, I was, wink, wink. came back with my little receipt. He goes, sir, here's your $12,000 receipt. And then here's your one piece of paper of all the seminars you just bought. Oh, thank you so much. Have a beautiful day. Such a sweet guy. I would have loved to follow up with him to see if he did that, did all the seminars, everything. I thought, wow, did that just happen? It really changed my mind on influence and marketing. And that here's this guy that about two weeks earlier, he saw us in an infomercial, comes to the seminar, buys a $3,000 package. Two weeks later, he's in my sphere and then just handed over another $12,000. This is the power if you understand how to do things in a particular way that you can do this too. You don't have to be Tony Robbins or Grant Cardone or Oprah to sell like that. It happens every day. And that is what I want to teach you in the Influencer Growth Academy. The Influencer Growth Academy is a program and it is six months. You don't have to stay in the six months, but we are going to be going through every single week with you, different aspects of the business, the technology, the websites, what's your brand, what's your message, what's the coloring. I'm going to bring in, I'm bringing in actually brand experts. This is like my fifth brand, by the way, because as my, I change, my brand changes. The name's different, the colors, everything was thought through, even the picture. I'll tell you fun story about the picture. I have some old pictures that you're welcome to go check out. They're beautiful. I mean, they look great. Uh, my photographer was Corey. Corey's here in Austin. I highly recommend her. She's a badass. I'll probably bring her on talk about how important branding is. So she did all my pictures for me. This is in 2015. Oh, they were gorgeous, beautiful. And then I was out there marketing myself as a coach and I was getting clients and my clients said to me, you know, I love you, but your, your marketing is kind of off with your pictures. I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, you're, well, you're blunt. You're to the point. You're strong. You're, uh, you tell me how it is. And I love that. But your images say you're really, really cute and sweet. So I go back to Corey. I go, Corey, I love you. And I love that you did. But we've got my message, my messaging, my images, image is that like I'm really sweet and cute and kind. And then they get on the phone with me and they're like, dude, you're like this really hard ass and badass queen. It doesn't make sense. I was like, you need to redo my images so I can have the presence of what, who I really am. And that's what these are. She's amazing. But your brand is everything. So when you're an influence, like right now, Trump is a particular way. That is his brand. If he became sweet and cute, like a little cuddly bear, it'd be weird for us. But as long as he stays in his presence of his energy, same thing with Biden. If Biden all of a sudden got angry one day and started becoming like, ah, ah, I think it'd be weird. So that's his. It resonates for some. If you don't have haters, as Dan Kennedy, my mentor, said, if you don't have someone that hates you, you're not doing it right. So yesterday, one of, uh, I called a friend, someone I love very much. I've known since I was 19. We got in this argument-ish. I don't know how that happened. And he called me this loser. 
That was the last thing he said to me. Because I'm done with you. You're a loser. It was funny because I'm like, I am not a loser. You can call me a B. You can call me all kinds of things. I'll be like, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'd be like that. But a loser, I ain't one of those. I'm a winner. It hurt. I was like, why? I mean, it hurt because it was like real for me. It was like, why, why are you calling me something like that? I'm not a loser. You know me since I was 19. And then my dear friend, Riss, who might be listening, messages me and goes, congratulations on pissing someone off. You are doing something right. It was like two hours after my one of my best lives, I think. I think this one's better. So my point is, is that it's not about being liked. I don't like Gary V, but listen to him. Trust, trust is about understanding that they, the trust comes from the desired result. I listen to Gary V because I trust in what he's going to say. Possibly, I don't say every, I don't listen to everything he says, but some of the things he might say might get me a desired result I want. So I listen to him. You know, he really taught me about omnipresence and the power of that. So in the Influencer Growth Academy, I'm going to literally be hand-holding you through what's your message, what's your offer, what's the payoff of your offer to your target market? Who actually is your target market? And be willing to cut other people off. People are like, oh, everyone. I'm like, that's not. I've learned in this election that Hollywood has a target market. And it's not all of America. It's one side of America. They have pointed that out, that their target market is one side. That is what it is. I thought Hollywood was for entertainment. It's obviously not. It's for something else. (laughs) Being willing to do that. So I go over your message. Your payoff of your offer, your payoff of your offer, right? And then who's your target market? And then let's go into the detail. How are you actually going to get your products out there? And are you going to do a product? Are you going to do a sponsorship model? What business model are you going to do? Are you going to do a knowledge-based business model? Great. Let's get that brand and messaging so succinct that people know who you are all the time. And that is what I'm creating Influencer Growth Academy. If this is something that you are truly interested in, please, please, please DM me, you know, Influencer Growth Academy or just Academy, hashtag Academy, hashtag Academy. And let's have a conversation to see if it's a good fit for you. My very first uh, influencer I helped it was in 2002 and three. This guy was this total geek. I wish I had a picture of him. He was this like total geeky guy. It was He came to me like this and he's like, I'm a lawyer and I want to help people buy and sell houses. And I'm like, oh, you got no charisma, horrible speaking skills. And I'm going to do what with you? You want me to make you a, a star? Well, I did. And we went from zero to a million dollars in one year. My ex at the time, it was just my fiance. What's going on, Ta? Woo! Yes, Academy. Yes, Heather. Hashtag Academy. My ex, he came to me and he was like, I can't stand speaking. I don't want to be in the limelight, but I need to go build another business outside of chiropractic. What do I do? And we built an entire supplement company. I put him on the forefront, put him in the face. I I did a whole um, redo of his outfits of what he wore, how he spoke, redid his sales presentations and boom, boom. He went from having very few clients and two offices to sold out in one of his offices for six months. We will call and go, Hey, I need to get in to see him for fat loss. And I'm like, yeah, we have a six month waiting list. True story. He didn't believe it. He was like, how did you do that? I've been in Austin for 22 years in business. I've never been able to do that. How did you do that? I go, it's all about marketing and branding yourself in a particular way that people can understand what you do. And actually, you know, we have a six month waiting list. So what I'm going to be talking about in Influencer Growth Academy is how do you do each piece so that you have 
high ticket clients, high ticket or high influential people that want to buy your products. I'm doing my that now, right now, all this open and giving, giving, giving as much as I can. Not forever. It will be behind a closed door soon. Very soon. Because I want to work with people that want to make millions of dollars a year, not just six figures, millions. Because that's what's possible. And at the end of this year, I'm creating something called the Influencer Tribe Tribe High Council. The High Council is really about the safe place in Haven for top influencers in the world, like Hollywood, to get together and share with community and contribution and help each other out rise because the more citizen reporters and the more influencers we have as a world, as a universe, the more power we have to change our lives and that we're not caged in by someone else's freaking viewpoints called the media. I really truly believe that. When you become a citizen reporter, you are rising the vibration of the universe because you're saying, hey, there's another way to look at this. There's another way to look at cancer. People come in and go, hey, I've, I've, I had cancer, now I don't. Some people are like, oh my God, I was an alcoholic. Now I use this, this tool called NLP or whatever, and now I, I'm free. I used to have shame, and now I don't. I used to not be able to run, and now I do handstands. Like, truly get that you have a message that people desire and want. And I want to be the conduit to help you make millions of dollars online so that you can give back to the people that have helped you along the way in whatever capacity that is. What's up, Brad? I've known Brad for 25 years. Or 20, yeah, that long. I really want to encourage you to be the influencer you know yourself to be, because I'm going to leave with this very last um, <laughs> quote. Well, a couple of things. I'm going to leave with a quote in just a second. Before I do that, <clears throat> I want to share with you a story, not mine. It's of a woman. I'm not going to give you her name yet. A woman that was born into a very poor, poor family in, um, I believe it was the 20s. Yeah, the 20s. She was born into a family where she, her mom worked and was a maid. Her dad was never home because he was out trying to make money doing something. And um, she ended up actually being raised in an orphanage. But she dreamed of something bigger. She was told at a young age she was nothing. And that her, her only job was to become a maid like her mother. She believed in luxury. She believed in rising the vibration of herself. And so she began to um, go and work at spas at very, very high luxury places. High luxury places where she was surrounded by people that communicated at a high level and were debutantes and aristocratic. And she learned their language and she watched their behavior remember our behavior is shaped by observing others she learned their behavior she began to see what they would wear and she began to wear the same things and then she eventually became a, a courtesan really a mistress of a very wealthy man who began to give her luxurious things and she had a vision to own her own business in the 30s Something that she was told she couldn't do, especially coming from her, her upbringing. But she believed in herself and she created a very small retail business and she put it right across from the theater and it blew up. It blew up because the premise of her whole world was about being unique and different because she knew people aristocratically wanted to be unique and different. And she helped women become unique and different through their outfits. I have her uh, quotes 
on my bedroom wall. I look at them every day. One of the quotes is, keep your heels and standards high. And who I'm talking about is Coco Chanel. Coco Chanel is truly one of the greatest influencers for me. She's amazing. And she has a quote. True, this is the quote. Freedom is learning how to use your voice for good, for impact, and for profit. It's Coco Chanel. She had high standards, but she did not grow up in that. So I encourage you while you're listening, hopefully tagging someone. Exactly. Courtesans are the original feminist girl. I am so with you. I encourage you to say, yes, I am an influencer. Yes, I want more for my life. Yes, I know I have something to say to the world. And I definitely know I have something to sell to the world that when they buy, they are going to truly increase their life and uncage their voice, uncage their brand, uncage whatever they uncage. And I'll leave with uh, that quote. Our behavior is shaped by observing others. Who are you observing? I'm not going to ask that. Who's your coach? Ugh. Who are you observing? Who are you emulating? Who are you saying, ah, I'll be like that? And it doesn't have to be someone in today's world. It doesn't have to be someone who's live day. Coco Chanel is no longer living. And yet, I idolize that woman. She's a badass. Mwah. I encourage you to step up and please reach out to me. Hashtag Academy. Hashtag someone that you know that you know would love to hear this message. My name is Heather Havenwood. You can go to heatherhavenwood.com forward slash workshop. Give your name and email and it goes to the, the thank you page actually goes to my group. Please join because right now I'm giving all this out there public, but that's not going to be forever. Right? It's going to go closed doors and high society because I am building the largest and most successful female-centric mastermind for influencers in the universe called the High Council. And I hope that you join me in that High Council. I hope you join me in your um, journey to find your voice and to become the citizen reporter that we all need, to become the influencer we all need. We need you. We need your voice. We need your consulting. We need you to help us sell. We need you to help us learn how to get on a handstand. You know who I'm talking about. All right. I love you guys. Hope you enjoy this. I'll be back tomorrow at 11 a.m. Central, 12 p.m. Eastern, and 9 a.m. Pacific right here on Heather Havenwood. Closed door, high society. That's right. I'm so excited about that, by the way. I am so excited to bring to you guys my high society. It's going to rock. It's just really going to rock. It really is. I've always had this vision of being bringing together female-centric entrepreneurs where we are truly connecting community and we're going to be measured by, we're going to be measured by how much revenue we create and how much money we give back to the world. That's our measure. We want to know the end of our lifetime that we didn't play it safe. We freaking played. Booyah. And if you don't like getting hit, if you don't like getting, you don't like the aches and pains, then get off the field so that we can play the game and we can help you and inspire you to motivate yourself to say, I wasn't ready then, but now I am. I am. You are. You are ready to find your voice. Again, freedom, I love this quote, freedom is learning how to use your voice for good, for impact, and for profit. Mwah. Hope you guys have fun. Check it out. Make sure, booyah, make sure you hashtag Academy. If you're interested in the Influencer Growth Academy, I'll be back here tomorrow. 
hashtag, hashtag your friends and family. If you enjoy this, let me know that you enjoyed this. Let me know what not. Also, I'm on Instagram, IGTV. I will fix that tomorrow to make that look better. All right, guys. Mwah. Heather Ann. I know Heather Smith, Heather Ann. <laughs> Girl, Heather Ann. It's Heather Ann. You got to do it with that Southern, Southern way. All right, everyone. Have a beautiful, beautiful day.